This episode of Hood and Holistic Podcast is brought to you by Ash A. Co. For all your metaphysical needs, visit xoashaco.com. Again, that's xoashaco.com. Welcome to Hood and Holistic House Talk. I'm Court. And I'm Ash. And we're here to shift the frequency. We're uncensored, very unfiltered, and, and a, a little, little explicit. explicit. Grab your libations. We're in tune. Peace and gratitude for tuning in. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode. This one we get into support from your family, bullying, and creating safe spaces for our community. This is Sid. Nothing to something. I'm too much off the goose, so give me the juice. Too big to choose out of all of you. These bitches kiss and tell, but I wish them well. I'm just overzealous, they think I'm selfish. But I'm working on my wellness, hustle for my health. And I keep pushing this product till there's nothing on the shelf. If I go to hell, hope my bitches get to visit. Meet at my hotel, make another bad decision. You with it, I sipping on something that's bubbling. They all hating, we love it. It's just the beginning of it, you know. This for my youngins, my cousins. I turn nothing to something, so I'ma collect this money for show. All right, we tapping in. Tap, 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 okay. tap. Okay, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's Sash. Welcome back, it's Court. Welcome back to another episode. Another one. <laughs> really? Do you remember that Budweiser commercial? What? Up to the Holistic Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you want to cut up? I'm done, done. Yo, What's it's good, pretty y'all? today. It is. It, like, the scenery is low-key distracting. It is. It, it was, is. It was easier to just focus on what we was doing. Like you in the house, the house, you don't see and shit. You just, the wind, you, the windows behind you. Yeah, y'all can't see it. But now it's like mad windows. Yeah, everything's window paned out. It's pretty. In Los Angeles, California. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was four twenty. Yesterday was four twenty. We had our first event in LA. We had our first event in LA. Yeah. How do you feel about that event? I was just gonna leave it at that. Oh, and then, and then shout out to the supporters that came through. Shout out! Oh, they were so cute. And they was like, "Oh my god, we was listening to y'all podcast." They actually knew who we were from the pod. That was dope. That was kind of lit. That was dope. So that hood and holistic dope. is out here reaching ears. Yeah, and I love it. That's kind of lit. That's like the. That was what the third people that told us like they listened to the pod. Yeah. Since we've yeah, been here. Yeah. And they natives up here. I'm really proud of the Hood and Holistic podcast. Me too. Let's clap it up for Hood and Holistic pod. For the strategy we're making. But how you feeling today, Ash? Before we, you know? Um, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Yeah. 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 I feel like we've done a lot. What I can say is I finally feel like I'm at home. Yeah. Comfortable. Yeah. I think it's really important to know how to feel at home wherever you are. Yes. I feel like I need to make a blog about that. Blog, man. I feel like I do. XOSHACO.com. Yeah. The blog section. I think I'm going to do that. I think that's important for travel. For for, food. For everything. Because we just found some bum ass food. Yeah. That shit was bum. It was delicious. 
We ate it for breakfast. If y'all, yeah, we definitely ate it for Easter breakfast. Yeah. Brunch. So that's lit. <laughs> for real. If you ever in Inglewood, California, go check out Dylan's. Yeah, it's popular. It's worth it's the line. Definitely. Now, the collard greens needed a little help. I still haven't found some collard greens that just really slap. That's fucking with mine. We can be honest. Yeah, that's fucking with yours. Or mine. <laughs> But be but besides that, it, it was cool. No, it was good. So how you feeling, my body and spirit? I'm good, man. I'm I'm good. I had my green cleanse. Yeah. Yeah, my throat was yep. feeling a little bad. <laughs> you know, them greens will cleanse your ass up. Are you feeling better? I I always feel, you know, this is my throat was a little. We almost had to cancel the pod today. You definitely was like, I'm gonna have to hold it down by myself, and I'm like, nah. But the ginger that shots. Happening. Got your girl together. It's going to do it every time. cayenne and that lemon. It's going to do it every time. So I'm good, man. I'm just, you know. You coasting. You know how I am. I be focused on what I'm doing. I don't be worried about shit else. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. Yeah, I I like this space that I'm in. I feel good. (laughs) I knew that I wasn't done. I'm not about to play with you. Oh, I thought you were going to carry. I'm not going to carry. I don't have the vocals. So, y'all, if y'all did not know, we do have a Patreon. Um, yes. We are putting our videos on Patreon for two bucks a month. That's two literally nothing. That's, you know, what, that's what, like, two apple pies from McDonald's. Yeah. Mickey said they don't even sell apple, apple pies anymore. Oh, they don't. But $2. <laughs> $2. It's like four bags of chips yeah. if you eat chips like me. I really suggest all artists who put content out to get get a a Patreon Patreon. because people are so used to seeing a lot of stuff on Instagram to where it's like it's nothing to you. You scroll and it's like it looks like it's nothing, but it's actually time and energy that go into and money and money that go into creating content for you niggas to look at. Yes, and we love y'all. We love y'all. Like we we don't question what we do ever we just move off of how we feel mm-hmm. we've been wanting to bring our part live like make our part a video for people to get in online because yeah. a lot of people don't listen they they not visual they not uh auditory you know people. right some people are visual, visual. people yeah so i'm one of those people but yeah we wanted to put this part out there and make it live exactly so y'all can see our mug <laughs> you feel me? and how courtney be carrying she carries. But yeah, we definitely wanted to do that. So y'all go check out our Patreon. It's Ash A N D Court. Court. Simple. Simple. And we're actually gonna put a whole lot of content on Patreon yeah. um, once we get that stuff uploaded and recorded. But for now, the podcast is up right now. You can go get it two books a month. That's nothing. Yeah, you can so go watch it. Getting into <laughs> getting into our <laughs> You're so crazy. <laughs> Getting into our episode. I'm excited about this episode. I'm excited about everything. You, I was going to say that. That's literally like a sound bite. We're going to get it impressed. We definitely need to. I'm excited about this episode. I'm sick be, of it. That would be cute. <laughs> that would be cute. No, but I am. I feel like this needs to be talked about. And I'm always yes. excited for yeah. those type of topics. So, we're talking about supportive family right. or family who don't support yeah basically yeah basically how hard it is um to navigate through society 
when at home you don't have that support as a queer or LGBT, however you identify a person. Yeah. Um, I don't think that was Ash's experience too much. No, it wasn't. But I must say that when I was busted, because I didn't come out. Busted. Um, I was I was kind of grown. Yeah. So I guess that made a huge difference. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Versus me, who was like 14. Yes. Uh, and kind of like, I didn't come out either, but... If you haven't listened to the episode, it is available. It is available. Um, but yeah, not really getting the support. Like, okay, if this is what you want to do, then we're going to find, you know, the the necessary outlets to make you feel comfortable with your sexuality. Yeah. Um. Even in school, um, being a lesbian, I can't say that I got teased because, like, I, I wasn't. I was a, Ain't nobody going to fuck with you. I was a no-go. But, uh... For real. But um, I can definitely say when I did come out, I lost all my friends. Damn. I did. Wow. I either lost, yeah, the ones that was at my school. Yeah. So you didn't come out to, like, family, but you came out, like, at school type of thing? Well, you know how school is. Yeah. So the only fight that I had in middle school was this girl. She called me a swinger. Okay. And I learned that she had two two mothers and I beat her up because like don't call me a swinger you didn't know what like that was don't call me that don't call me that you got two mamas yeah because even at that time I didn't quite know that I was a lesbian but I knew that I might have liked girls and that was like triggering for me like oh, I don't know what God. you're trying to do shorty but you're not gonna you're not me you're not gonna talk shit about me it's a wrap school. so yeah her name I, I don't even her name was Kaylee Sorry, Damn, you remember her name? Yeah, yeah. I remember oh, her. Oh, okay. Kaylee. No, no, no. We, we've grown and we We've knew. grown? Yeah. Kaylee, you... Kaylee was probably thrown up, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. she was a little crazy. She was a little crazy. But when I got older, all my friends were pretty much, like, straight. Yeah. Um, The older ones, they didn't care. They already knew what was going on. But the ones that was my age group, they kind of distanced themselves. Because they probably didn't want to be labeled as... Because we was all fucking around honestly okay but they didn't want to be seen as a lesbian whereas me i kind of had a girlfriend and people kind of knew you know i was fucking around so yeah it was a different time okay in school now now you see the kids at prom and you know but Mm -hmm. we do see the stories of kids that are killing themselves and committing suicide at alarming rates yes um because they are struggling with their sexual orientation or they this uh would you say sexual identity or preference right yes yeah so that's that's pretty much what the episode is about um getting into to some of these headlines uh dwayne wade recently supported his son at pride Okay, so I have mixed feelings about it. Okay. I only I only think because of the age. Okay. Um, if I was a parent, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about boyfriends and girlfriends until you were good, like, 15. Okay. You know, 15, 16, we can start dating. Okay, I respect um, it. And that has nothing to do with if you're gay, if you're straight, anything. I think you're just that saying you need that to that's be focused on young. school. Yeah. That that's it. I feel you. Um, cause I'm like, what you talking about? Sexual orientation. You like who? You yeah. Like what? You don't know what you like. Yeah. You that parent. Yeah. Okay. Until you get, like I said, give me middle school. Fourteen is middle school. I mean, fourteen. I thought he was like twelve or thirteen. 
No, you know what? I'm lying. He was he's eleven. Okay, I, I I don't know how old he is, but I thought he was like really young. Yeah, he was. So he, elementary, he uh, intermediate. Uh, some people didn't go to intermediate school. I did. Um, did you have intermediate? No, that's fifth and sixth. <laughs> I don't know if they made must that have been a north side thing. Must at have. Whatever. No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, give me middle school, and we can talk about it. That's fair, but I think where I have like mixed feelings about that is I knew very early I like girls. So yeah. despite it being, cause, cause if you, you know, just read the story for what it was, he didn't come out with a boyfriend. He just said he's gay. And he's at Pride. He didn't necessarily say this is who I'm bringing home. No, he just said this even, is what I like. I'm I'm not even saying he went that far into it. I'm saying anything that's dealing with boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, talk, girlfriend. You don't hear it. I don't want to hear he, it. But he didn't say nothing about it. So, th- so this is the thing. He pretty much said, okay, so this is what I like. Hold on. So how you know you like that? Yeah, I you feel it. That's what I'm saying. You Relax. that type of mama. Relax. But I knew very early, like five. That's fine. That I, I don't I like it. girl. That's that's you can't. It's a lot of shit you tell your mama that she didn't want to hear. Right. It's a lot of shit you but tell her at thirty four that she don't want to fucking hear. Yeah, I, and I totally get it. But I'm just saying, you know, parents have their own rules and regulations, mm-hmm. and you have to. We have to talk about that type of stuff when I feel when like. You you were a little bit older. I'm not saying you have to be grown out the house. No. No. I'm just saying just a little bit older. I but just it's a it's a I would like my child to stay a kid for as long as possible and not worry about yeah, or be thinking about who But it's just like. a, it's just a it's just a different time. Like I feel like a lot of the things that that we think as uh individuals mm-hmm. is rooted in what we know. Okay. It's kind of like getting they, they, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's a lot of shit we don't fucking understand. We don't want to understand because of our age and how we grew up and mm-hmm. our dynamic mm-hmm. and our you know. But with yeah. children these days, I think coming coming to your parent and saying this is what I am and this is how I am, that kind of gives them a way to it, it gives them a little map on how to handle you. Okay. And what to support you in. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's say. His son eventually wants to transition or dress a certain way. Okay. He's not going to be questioning in in the back of his head because he already know mm-hmm. what his son is and how he moves and what right. he's into. Right. Just like I'm going to do the reverse in my own personal situation. Okay. So when I was like 14 and 15, that's when my mom discovered that, you know, I was a lesbian. Okay. Um, she felt like she couldn't handle it, so she went. She sent me to go live with my father. Mm-hmm. He didn't understand anything, and he was a Jehovah's Witness. So it's a lot that you can and can't do when you in that community. So now I have to wear skirts and pretend yeah, that I'm okay. not gay and and conform, right? Because I'm in this environment. Yeah. Whereas if it was an understanding between my father and me. But even my mama and me, I wouldn't be at my father's house. And then he wouldn't be forcing me to do something I don't want to do. Right. So as a young kid, you coming out to your people and saying, this is how I am. It gives them that they know how to hit. They know that you not you might not want to play basketball. Mm-hmm. So they're not forcing you to summer camp. You I might like you. ballet. 
That's so they're going to put you in the ballet classes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know, not necessarily saying basketball is masculine. I can totally get with my son saying, like if I had a son, saying I want to be a girl. Okay. Totally can get that. Uh, but I don't want to talk about you gay. What? Uh-uh. That's crazy. I just think that that's a mature conversation. I understand. What um, attraction? Because that what, means... Okay, what that, age did you know you like boys? Or you like girls? Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Uh, you messy. No, I just, it just fucked okay, me up so, to say it. I definitely wasn't in like no second grade. No, no. At what age? Okay, let's say this. I'm trying to think, like, cause I I don't remember like crushes like that. Like when I'm when I was little. When you, you know thought I mean? somebody was cute. Did thought, you ever think a girl was cute when you was young? I was looking at at people like like kids like that. It wasn't until I probably got like fifth grade. So who did you look at? Uh. You had a little boyfriend here and there. Yeah, yeah, no. And yeah, it was it was cute, you know, cute little boys. Yeah, yeah. But that, but that was like fifth grade. But did you have a little boyfriend? And I, I didn't have a little boyfriend until sixth grade. Okay, but you had a little boyfriend. But then that's so, when you're eleven, twelve. Right, he's eleven. Oh, he's eleven, twelve. Yeah, right. so so it's perfectly okay. okay. You know what you like at that age. You know what you like. But it's even for, yeah, even if yeah, it's yeah, for. Yeah, uh, you got to take me back. Yeah, I'm saying, even if it's for uh, a phase, even okay. if it's for five years of your life that okay. you like boys, or six years of your life, okay. you still like boys? Yeah. And it was okay. That's another thing that's weird, right? So everybody is going up for, like, making it a big deal that Dwayne Wayne was supporting his son. Uh-huh. Like, the same week, I believe, uh, North, Kanye and Kim's daughter, um, was at had a party or was at a party okay. and the headline was like North and her boyfriend or some shit. She's like five or six. That was perfectly fine. Nobody was in the outrage and nobody I, I hardly saw anybody like refuting that. Because it's cool for oh, you know, they they gonna grow up, they gonna get married. It's cool when you five or six and you like boys and you a girl. Right. It's totally okay. But it's not okay if you eleven and you say to your, and your dad support and your parents support you. Yeah. Like the way Gabby and D Way was going up and his brother. I mean, like it's amazing. It was so cute to me. Yeah, that's, and it, it really put it's beautiful. It really is. It really put something in my head, like because like, we've had the discussion about having gay children. Mm-hmm. We've had the discussion. Yeah. And I didn't realize how close minded I was, and it's it is not for my kid. It's for other people. Like, I don't want my son to be teased for being girly. I don't want my daughter to be teased for being tomboyish. Because right. I know it can happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But at the same time, if your kid knows that you got their back, that if they getting bullied, I'm going to come to my mama and my mama going to come up there with she a got, bat. Right. And yeah. start batting children? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? But I'm like my child. No, I'm serious. No, yeah, I feel you. Because I feel a lot of these kids don't have that at home. Yeah. You can't say nothing. You're scared or you are ostracized like that at home. Yeah. So you don't feel comfortable and your last resort is taking your life. That's really where it gets for these kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And I remember being a young emo ass kid. Like, oh my god. Everyone went through their emo stage. Yeah. Everybody. But now it's in your face. Like. Yeah. Like when I see a six year old, seven year old hanging themselves. That type of stuff just. I don't know what the kids are watching these days, but at six and seven, I wouldn't. I would not known how to kill myself. Like how. It's dick. You like they I mean? see way more than they see and hear way more than we did. Yeah, they they have like to even best. even like I was around suicide. I knew somebody that committed suicide when I was like six. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was suicide until I was like ten. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It was like so. It was such a secretive thing mm-hmm. that unless you overheard somebody say it or somebody tell somebody or you reading, which right. I read something. That's how I learned. But I was 10. Mm. Nowadays, it's in your face what it is. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I would not have known how to kill myself. Yeah, it's a, a different so time. That is just, yeah, it's a different time. But I definitely think it's important for parents to be supportive. That way, your kid can leave the house knowing if somebody fucking with them, they can tell you. They can tell, yeah. Because a lot of times, you be scared of your parents. That's true. And you go through this shit, and motherfuckers fuck with you, or motherfuckers damn near kidnap you. You don't say that. Yeah. See, I knew my mama didn't play that shit behind me. Yeah. But far as uh, at a certain age telling her about little boys and stuff, like, she's not going. Yeah. She don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I knew she would fuck you up if you... That's like, you like I mean? honestly, I had some teachers that would say shit, or, and I'd tell my mama. Yeah. And she'd get on their ass. Yeah. So I knew I could tell my mama. Yeah. This person fuck with me. The teacher saying, because I think teachers make it hard for kids, too. Yeah, I, I think kids. kids understand you saying you don't support uh, gay people. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, yeah. they, they hear your slander mm-hmm. and things like that. So that's different versus saying, I'm your mother. I don't want to hear about that. We can talk about it. <laughs> right? You think so? Yeah. Versus, uh, you know, you hear your mama talk, oh, look at them. Da-da. You know, you, right. you hear mm-hmm. your okay, parents. Yeah. Saying shit like that, so you know, like, oh my, I can never tell. I, can not, I couldn't tell my right. mother this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Versus it's just being like a respect thing. Yeah, it's like okay, that's what you want to do. You're not gonna handle the boys, yeah. no boyfriends. Just, none of that. just like dating comes at a certain age. Yeah, that don't mean your kids ain't you know gonna sneak and do whatever the hell they want to do. But far as was you sneaking? I definitely was was sneaking yeah, there. I, I hope Kay watching this. <laughs> Uh, I definitely see. I wasn't, I wasn't doing nothing. I wasn't doing. I wasn't going. Yeah. But I sneak and talk stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see you talking now. I just sneak and talk. But no. Okay. So going into family versus partner. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the family has to like your partner for y'all to have a a long healthy? relationship if you're a family person if you're a family oriented person and you're close to your family yeah then yes yeah if you know your family is toxic and you distance yourself from your family at times because they can get on your fucking nerves with their homophobic ass bullshit mm. it's no problem with your family not liking the person you with right yeah now what i do you know question mm-hmm. is like does family sometimes steer you away from people because they don't like them for whatever? Like, if you're a lesbian uh-huh. 
and your mama wants you to have a man. Okay. And she constantly is on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what? It's so Where's funny. Where's the middle ground? It's so funny you saying this right now. It just makes me think about this story. What's the story time with that? <laughs> No, it's it's not. It's, it wasn't about my mother, but it was somebody that I was dating. It was their mom. Yeah. Which always surprises me the way, like, a masculine appearing women, how their mom acts. Damn. They'll be, you know, the shady. shady, the feminine girls. And it's like, your daughter with a box is chill. Like, she wanted draws and boxes draws. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> our mama be in denial. The words clearly, yeah. But um, her her mother used to always talk about some boy, so and so is so nice around you, yeah. Because I guess she thought that I was like her home girl or something. (laughs) (laughs) But I think her mother knew. That's fucked up. I think her mama knew, and like uh, we'll we'll go to the all three, we'll go to the store together or something, and she. So and so, have you talked to um such and such? You yeah. see, you see, he doing well, and and I would, I would just laugh, but she like, nah, I have, you know, yeah, you yeah. should do it all the time. Mm-hmm. When I was so, around. how did that affect you? It didn't. It didn't. Okay. I would never. At the time, I was young. I think they have a lot to do with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was young, so I was just like, you know, you afterwards, we'll be, I'm like, you know, your your mama, she be pressed. Yeah. You know, to let me know that you. But it wasn't. It didn't affect your relationship. Nah. Oh, that's a good. But I think it's very young. You know, some stuff is like when if you 27, 28, and your mama keep it's like it's shit you're not you can you can just say, mama, stop doing oh, okay. that. Yeah, yeah. But when you 19 and you living in your mother's house, you and I mean you might just you let just some gotta shit. Ta- yeah, you got to take shit slide, yeah, and you know, because you ain't even came out yet to your mother with a girlfriend. That's in the house? But that's the thing. It was like, is, it is. Your, is this your girlfriend or is this your homegirl? So y'all was roommates? You know, I know people that no, were... No, 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 no. This is... I no, I'm saying living mama. together. Oh, okay. We wasn't living together. You was just coming to chill. I was just coming to hang out. Well, you know, I'd pick her up. Yeah, I was doing more than hanging out. Let's <laughs> keep it a bean. Anyway. Sneaking. You hear that? Mama's so, anyway. Like me, I'm close to my mother. Right. So, so if, if your mama didn't approve of me, would we be together? We would be together. Because I love you so much. And I'd be like, Mama, Girl, you don't that understand. Gay. I'm going to tell you Ashley one thing. Would be with whoever else is, she didn't slid up in Nah, that that's not true. I'm going to tell you one thing about my mama. Mama's be knowing. And you know when your mama be knowing some shit. She feels a little something, something by somebody. She, they usually right. You gotta listen to mama. Your mama feels a little something about everybody. She be right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my mama. She be right. She be right she a be lot right. of the time. Cause my mama real hip. Like she been off the front pouch. So when she hit me to sound off the front what pouch. <laughs> You know that's a word. That's so you using it in the wrong context. Nah, she been out the front porch. <laughs> porch. But um, when when my mama hit me to something or she feels something by somebody, I'm the type to listen. Yeah. I don't have to put my hand on the fire and get burned. Mm-mm. You can definitely give me a warning, especially if you're older than me. Yeah. You can give me a hey, this look like this, this and that. I'm just letting you know. 
oh, appreciate it, cool. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm real like that. I don't have to touch the fire. Yeah. So when my mama feels something about somebody and she don't fuck with them, I gotta start side eyeing you. Yeah. And no shit, she, she ain't been wrong about none of them past motherfuckers. And she loves you down. And we we, we just, going on we the eight same years. Sign. That's why she fucked with me. But she fucked with you before she knew your sign. That's she true. fucked with you from the jump. She fucked, you know what the day I met your mom? And she thought she was she so cute. Me. Yeah, she liked yeah, you. she liked you. She liked your energy. So and if everything. it don't work out, yeah, I know where I'm going. Shut up, stupid. Oh, but girl. my mama ain't into that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mama and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> But I personal experience with uh, some lagging support. Mm. Mm. Y'all ready for this story? Wait, what, 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 what story this is? Let me look at my notes. This is the <laughs> personal experience. Wait, wait, portion. I, the personal experience? Yeah. We're going to get into the personal experience a little bit. Okay. So, from jump, I think my mother mm-hmm. had to make an adjustment, right? Okay. Because I was with a girl for a long time. The girl had her own relationship with my mama. Mm-hmm. I had went away for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the girl was still down. Okay. You know, uh-huh. My mama got clothes. I wasn't nowhere around. I don't know nothing about that. Uh-huh. So when Ashley came in the picture, she was literally the new girlfriend for like years. How you the new girlfriend for years? For years, right? Because let me tell you one thing. Like I said, lesbian, like stud mamas. I don't know about child mamas. But studs I know, and me personally, our mamas have to adjust to us even being studs. Like, it's hard out here for us. Okay? Uh-huh. So, just wrapping your mind around liking a girl that my girl that my daughter likes is a lot for them. Mm-hmm. It is. I get it. Because feminine women, they always think it's a chance. Mm-hmm. Y'all at least display that it's a chance, even though it's a lot of studs out here that's gonna give some chances in the future. Mm-hmm. But feminine women, for the most part, they think y'all still have a chance to go back. Yeah. I don't know why, cause y'all ain't just, I don't know, it's just clothes, okay. right? But my mama had to adjust to me even having somebody new. So I think, but when she came around, you know, she loved Ashley. Yeah. She always. She never, you know, nothing bad. I love mama did. It's just, it was an adjustment. Uh-huh. That's what we'll say. Okay. So, when we got married, it wasn't an excitement. But know? I don't feel like that goes with that. What you mean? She I had to adjust to you being a new girl. Well, I don't, I don't, I feel like at the point that we got, when we got married. It's fine. I don't, yeah, I think we were good. No, 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 it was fine. Yeah, that, we that, got married like five years in. That was just an adjustment that had to be made to the new girl. Yeah. Right? That was very... I I don't think that's a lesbian gay thing. I think parents are like that. Because yeah. there's a lot of straight folks that still in contact with their exes. Mama still, they be fighting with the new girl because they still come to the family functions definitely, and all that shit. So I don't definitely. think that was the weird we part. We definitely had touched on that. Yeah. Yeah, so... Check that out. Yeah, check that out. But um, when we got married... The the hoopla from family just was not there. 
No. Now, don't get me wrong. They were supportive because I, I asked Mama, I asked Granny, Aww. I asked your daddy. He was locked up. My dad was in prison in court. Asked, I asked my him dad in person if it was okay if I take his child away. No, but marry her. But that was very important to me to do Can because we just pause no family has ever liked me. Can we just pause? That was so beautiful. When you asked my mother and my grandmother and my father if you could marry me. I just felt like it was the right thing to do because I've never felt accepted by anybody's family that I've ever dated. Yeah. Across the board. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like your family was like, damn. Like I was at all the family functions. All your uncles called me niece. All your cousins called me cousin. Yeah. And it was like that from jump. Right? So I just felt like it was. Well, not with me. No. She was new to my whole family yeah. for years. It's family that I still don't fuck with. I think I was day. I think I was a little too extra. They wasn't feeling my vibe. Yeah. I think if I was like a regular degular I'm telling you, it has nothing to do with down, you. Then I think it would have been. We already been through this. That had nothing to do with it. I think so. Because it, it was and like, everything I to do with the and fact it was like, who is this? That She's people did not, different. people, family do not, exes do not want to divorce your family. Yeah. So to them, I was just fucking around. But if you recall, that they, they were all, they, you, you drink, you hit the weed, you did, yeah. did I, I you from Acres Home? I definitely did. They was like, you smoke? I'm like, I don't smoke, but yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just, like, it was just like, a different vibe. They just wasn't used to you. Yeah. yeah. Period. And I'm cool, it had nothing I'm cool to do as a motherfucking fan. It had nothing to do with you and everything to do with the fact that I was in a relationship with somebody that, I mean, took family trips, always around my family, talked to my family, all that shit. Uh-huh. So it was just like, now who was this? You know, family don't be wanting to make the adjustment sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely like that. But when it comes to the hoopla for us getting married, it just was not there. It was very dry. Um, I know had it been if Ashley was marrying a guy, if I was marrying a guy, it would have been we wouldn't have taken on the road to just X everybody out and do it ourselves. Yeah. I'm actually glad that because at one point we was planning a destination with him. Mm-hmm. And, and it we, was it was a matter of who is gonna come. Yeah, because we can offer the invite, but who actually gonna support us and come? Right. And yeah. then it's a matter of once we narrow that down, it's like too many people can possibly pro- be problematic. And then here's the thing: <laughs> when you discussing it with your family, like, hey, I plan on getting met because we knew our wedding day for years. Yeah. So when the time got closer, it's like, hey, we plan on getting married on this day. Nobody was like, uh, do you need a caterer? Um, how much do y'all need? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody was like, so um, what's y'all What's cover? the venue? What's, what's the yeah, venue? Yeah. You know, what can I do? How can I help? Like, we, we didn't get any of that. And, and because we didn't get any of that, I already knew, like, we just going to make this a ceremony because yeah. we can invest and put all our money into this wedding for yeah. other people. Mm-hmm. But they're not putting anything back into us. Mm-hmm. So for what? If I'm inviting you to my wedding and I know you don't really respect our union and I know you don't really respect my wife, then I'm doing it for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a wedding for the other people. Or you just don't give a damn whether we get married or not. Or you don't take our marriage serious Seriously. because we are in a same-sex relationship. Which I feel a lot of people fall into that 
The lot, first of all, the people that I know that have gotten married after us, way older. Yeah. A community, oh, you know, some is 50 plus. Community of friends that make up the wedding parties. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's mm-hmm. kind of what it is for us. Mm-hmm. But in particular with, with us, it was, you know, it just wasn't there. You, we didn't feel that type of support. Mm-hmm. Right? No, from, we did not. When we, I mean, when you put it on Facebook, everybody's going to go nuts because they see other people going up for it. Right. But just genuine, nah, we didn't really feel it. So we kept it between us. It um, was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it was a great ceremony. Like, I would not change my wedding for anything, nah. my ceremony for anything. And then we're not the type of people that are, first of all, we're not social. So having to entertain people after yeah. a wedding... Or, or during a guest list and all that, that think about it give me anxiety. Like I'm literally like getting chills, right? Damn. Cause it's a lot, you it know. Lot. So we did it for ourselves, but also knowing that it wasn't a lot of support, like outwardly. Yeah. I didn't feel it. Yeah. So. Yeah. So outwardly, it wasn't a lot of support. So we was like, you know what, we are gonna do this for us. But the when when we think about family, right? Those mm-hmm. are the people that you want to have your back. Exactly. Through whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't feel that. No, so we just went ahead and like, okay, this what we wearing. Uh, we had on denim and white. It was so cute. Yeah. We just did our own thing, and then afterwards we went and hold on. This cute let, me, restaurant. let me tell y'all the story behind <clears throat> how we almost missed our wedding. <sighs> okay, so this was around the time we were getting... I said, let me tell the story. Okay, you can tell the story. Go ahead. Y'all ready? Okay, so Ashley was in charge of getting the date on the calendar. <laughs> and what you in charge of? money. Child. No? Okay. Oh, Ashley okay. was in charge of the officiant... Basically, I found the parlor. I found not. It wasn't even a parlor. It was like a little, a suite. Um, all she had to do was call and make sure that we could get married on this day, right? So she waited until two days before we're getting married to do this. It was not two days. It was two days. Because the lady said, "Oh, that's the one day I'm not working this week." I'm like, miss. I had asked Court, I was like, are you okay with, like, maybe having to change the day? And she was just so upset. Like, she was like, if it's not this day. And I don't know. She was just, but the lady opened her doors for us. For us. We were sweet, the only sweet person that she married. She literally came in to marry us. And then she left. And matched out with us. Yeah. Because it wasn't her day. Yeah. I was like, we have to get married on this day, lady. Because my wife, <laughs> my son to be, is going to divorce you. You've been a bridezilla. Just for my day. <laughs> I'm big on numbers. Like, I'm big with numbers, bro. I'm sorry. Court was a bridezilla. I wasn't no bridezilla. You was giving a lot. He was very, like, and then. Ooh, I had to beg for my haircut. Ooh, Lord. And then the person who was supposed to take our pictures. Oh, we had set up a... You guys, do you guys want this story? I don't even know Should this. we give them this story I'm right here? No clout. We ain't doing anything for clout. No, we ain't tagging them. Who, who was supposed to take our pictures? Some dude. Exactly. So... <laughs> so okay, so when we got married, 
This is around the time that we were also getting blackballed by the third <laughs> ward. Why do you love saying this? Our community. Black folk. Who? The third ward or community. I don't even know who these people are. You know who these people are. So we were getting blackballed. They weren't fucking with your girls. Could you believe? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is a whole nother story. In a, and really, I can carry with that whole situation and that whole topic. So we're going to come back with another episode. We're never doing the episode. Oh, we have to do that. Never. We have to do that. This is support in family. And this is going to be support in our communities. Ooh. Mm. We definitely should do that. So, we had set up this photo show with this guy. And he was down. Like he was game. And boom, boom, boom. I did my deposit. I did everything I was supposed to do. Come the wedding, he was like, I'm calling him. Like, we just leaving. We, we ride into the spot where we wanted to take the pictures at. Calling him, calling him. He not answering. I'm like, what the fuck? Mind you, I've been talking to this man every day, even the day before. For like two weeks. Yeah. Maybe like even before that. We've been discussing aesthetic, like everything. So, uh, he finally answered the phone and it was all loud. And he was like, oh, I, I didn't see where you like put your appointment in on the website. Day of, y'all. Day of. Time of. Like, we literally like ready to take our pictures literally. at the spot. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I just talked to you yesterday. And you knew that it was, this was happening. Like, I, I put my deposit. Nothing. Come to find out. Come to find out. So, when we get home, because we end up taking our, our own pictures, like, fuck it. And so they we, went viral. Of course. So, we took our own shit. Everybody was going up for it. Mind you, we just did it with our phones. I get home. We chilling. He's posting a bitch who don't fuck with us. One of the people. The day we, that we get married. The day that we get married. It's very shitty. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" It's cool. You, it's I mean, certain shit you just don't. But forget. I'm so happy that it happened because if you that tight with her, I don't want you to be the photographer. I don't want to be. I don't want you to be a part of my memory of my wedding. Because a lot of things that we've done, in particular with this person, I don't remember it. There you have it. Do you? We've only did it uh, like a couple times. I don't even remember what we did. But so yeah, that was, a, but that was story time with Ash about the <laughs> shitty ass photographer who canceled on us on our wedding day. So our, if there are any photographers in LA, right? Yeah. We would love to recreate the moment. That would be dope. Hit us up. That would be dope. Because. Yeah, we didn't get that. We didn't get that. We didn't get that. A jackass, a jackass yeah. robbed us of that. Shout out to you, Jackass. I hope you're somewhere thriving. So, yeah. He's not. your photography. But. Anyways. Carrying on. <laughs> moving, moving, moving right along. Moving on. Should you ever hide your sexual, sexual. Orient, sexual orientation? Yeah. Should you ever hide it? Should you? Uh. Did you? Yeah, I did. Damn. Just for a little while. I had and to make sure I knew what I was that? doing. Mm. So, it's no reason. Because, like, if that's. So now I'm going to come to my mom, I'm going to come to my granny, come to everybody. And I'm just like testing the water. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what's going on. But you still said you hid your sexuality though. I was hiding it. Yeah. So I was hiding it for a little bit. It was just because it. I was doing it. But let me tell you something. It wasn't a, it wasn't trendy when I, when I first started yeah. dealing with 
girls. Yeah. So like now they're like, ah, look at me, I'm kissing a girl, do that. Nah, like it wasn't cute. It yeah. wasn't, you know what I mean? People wasn't feeling it like that. So I had to make sure that if I was gonna come out and say this is what this I'm doing, this is what it is. That this is really what I'm doing. Yeah. And she didn't give me no time. <laughs> she didn't give me no time. She didn't give you no time. No, like I was gonna tell her. So, um, I do think that in certain circumstances, like if you're really young, um, I think get a little older to where you can take care of yourself. Now, I, I would never suggest uh, someone, you know, to tell them like, live in your truth. You 17 years old, you stay with your mom, you have nowhere to go, right? Uh, I don't want you to get kicked out. I'm not about to tell you to, because I don't think, I think it's important. But it ain't that damn important when you're homeless <laughs> and you're living in a shelter because you didn't tell your mama that you gay. Just damn. respect her rules until you can get the fuck out. And, and I'm the complete can, opposite. See, once you can get out, nah, I'm not gonna tell no young girl to do that shit and then she unless she can live with me. So that's why that's what that's where it's different for us too. Okay. Right? Because while I I wouldn't be like discouraging to kids and tell them like don't come out because I know what type of like prison your mind can create. Okay. Where you feel like you can't say something or you can't be yourself or you I know what type of prison it creates mm-hmm. as a young adult. Yeah. As a as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Where you literally have to bottle up all your feelings, all your right. emotions. Yeah. That shit turn into resentment. Yeah. As an totally. adult. Um and like, I feel like that's why I would encourage kids to be like <clears throat> at least like even if you're not not sure mm-hmm. of what you like, mm-hmm. you know that you're different. Right. And there's a a chance that what you like might not be acceptable to your parents. You kind of want to ease them into it. You know what? And parents are left with the responsibility to be mature and adult in the situation. I, I, say, I don't think, feel like that. I think that's kind of... It's easy to say to like, you know living your truth and everything but you know my friend garrett um oh i shouldn't say his name but nobody knows him but you know my friend who we seen in third ward walking Mm -hmm. okay so really good kid that i that i knew like for since we were like in the sixth grade Mm -hmm. and um his family was very religious he ended up getting kicked out the house and that's how he became homeless and that's how he started prostituting and just mm-hmm. to take care of himself. And now he's been homeless. I mean, like all his 20s, now we're in our 30s, at least since he was a teenager, he's been out in the streets. Damn. And I remember when his family found out, I remember him getting disowned. I remember him getting kicked out of his house. You know what I mean? So for people like that who don't have anywhere to go, like some of us have best friends and and godmothers and aunts and you know people who will take us in but some people don't have anybody to take them in and those are the people who you know you see i'll just you know trying to survive because they because they got disowned so um i think it's per case you know you know if you could come out and then you know if you absolutely can sometimes you know you don't know until you out and it's not okay like honestly, the way I grew up, I probably I would assume that it was okay. Okay. Like I probably didn't have to sneak. Yeah. In reality, that's not 
that wasn't the case. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so because, I think his, his father was a, a pastor. Yeah. Um, and religion is one of those things that, you know, we kind of touched on religion in, in um, an episode. I think it's one of those things that have held black people in, in particular back. Yeah. It's because we hold on to that, the word in the Bible, and we, we, we kind of use the Bible in the wrong way. Because <laughs> um, it, it can be beneficial if you understand what you're reading. Yes. So it's like, if I can suggest a safe space for you, yeah, then I would say totally okay. to live in your truth. Because if not, then you can go here. Yeah. You can be here. You Which can I have... think Los Angeles is the home of the biggest LGBT um shelter for ch- for youth. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I recently found that out, so I'll be excited to do some volunteering or something. Yes, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, we have to find find out where they are and yeah. Yeah, volunteer. Yeah. So pretty much to to kind of put a little bow on this episode. I can't um, believe it's over. Like I have so much stuff on my list that haven't been touched. I don't want you to touch my list. Because you're going to go off on a tangent about okay, no, XYZ, no, 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 and we no. don't got time. We don't want to hear them stories. Who are these people? They don't even exist in our real First world. First of all, my homegirls will be listening to me love my stories. I love your stories, too. Okay, don't front on your girl. But you know what? We're going to create a, a, <laughs> a page for Ashley to tell all her crazy-ass stories. Let me tell you, Ashley got some crazy-ass stories. I ain't even going to cap. The stories you got like, some crazy stories, too. My stories are ridiculous. Your stories are... And you don't be believing my stories. And then I get somebody to co-sign this story. Oh, I got an idea. And you be like, are you fucking shitting me? Yeah. I don't be lying to I have stories. an idea for, for a topic. I'm going to tell you when you get off. You should wait. You get asking and shit. But now, one thing that I do feel like adults uh, need to be more conscious of. Mm-hmm. We have influence and we have power and we have platforms. Yes. I was looking at a few of the younger uh, LGBT kids because they kids, they literally like 16, 17, 18 on the internet. They got big followings. A lot of people follow them. A lot of people, they follow a lot of people. Mm-hmm. What we do as, an ad- as adults set the tone for what the kids do. Yes. If we out here bullying, bullying each other and trolling each other for I'm not this type of dyke, I'm not this, I'm not, I'm a stud, I'm not a dyke, I'm not a stud, I'm a this, I'm a that. If we doing little petty ass shit like that on the internet, the kids see it, they mimic it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the ideals and a lot of things that we do, we, we literally mimicking the people before us. That's mm-hmm. why shit don't change because we doing the same shit. Nobody is saying, you know what, I'm going to be better, I'm going I'm to have a different representation and I'm going to yeah. show something different. Right. And I feel like that's kind of what we're attempting to do um, is show something different. Look at these jackasses. Look at Mickey. <laughs> so, <Bruh>. bye. <laughs> She's an idiot. Stupid. So, yeah, I feel like we are unaware that we have influence. Oh, Lord, the infamous can pop. Did you hear it? Yes, I did. But yeah, we have to be more mindful of what we trolling and how we trolling and how we bullying each other yes. because people see it. You know what? There's a lot of LGBT um, pages of like just couples or singles or I and I mean with huge following. Yeah. I feel like um, we need to start being a little bit more mindful on these pages. Put some support things on it. Get some support groups started online because most. People are just online all day. 
So you may not be able to find something in your city, but maybe there's a page someone can start. Yeah. Or if you know of any that I haven't seen, you can let me know. We can definitely shout them out on our next uh, yeah. episode. But I would like to see more of that. More yeah, especially for lesbians. And we was kind of having this talking like pre-production. Where, like, there's a lot of resources out here for gay men, um, black gay men, uh, you know, people of color. Um, Which is understandable. Yeah, because it's a lot that they go through yeah. uh, as far as discrimination. Um, also, uh, HIV being a prominent thing in their community. Mm-hmm. So, they have created these things out of necessity. I feel like for being a black woman and then being a lesbian on top of that, it's a lot of things that get pushed to the side or we don't think we need or we don't find important so we don't create them right. because it's not a necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, we, we're not seeing, uh, you know, alarming rates of women dying from disease or c- committing suicide or even being taunted online by like uh, they're not feminine enough or like you see with mm-hmm. men. But at the same time, we are affected by certain things, and it's a lot that we don't talk about. STDs within the community, yeah. um, domestic violence within the community. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot of stuff that we don't touch on as far as, like, it being a need. Employment. Employment. Especially with this, masculine appearing women. Yeah, it's a problem. And it, I, I, I don't think it's a push, right? Right. So, um, like we were saying, whenever I see a, a, a murder of a black person, Sandra Bland, um, Eric Gardner, uh, Trayvon Martin, we see that their parents are out in front advocating. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you see a LGBT person committing suicide, you don't necessarily see that their parents are going into these schools and advocating for anti-bullying policies. Mm-hmm. You don't see it online. You don't see us rallying enough behind uh, the kids. The right. Youth. Yeah. And that's who need us the most. Definitely. So we have to be very... Um, aware that our influence and what we promote and what goes viral i see people riding and dragging people going viral every fucking day and mm-hmm. then they turn around and ask for support right the reason why you don't have the support is because you're not putting that out there people don't know what to support they support your bullshit right it's hard to transition from bullshit to real shit i see so many people trying to transition from being this to being a, a rapper or being this to being an artist being this people don't take you serious because right. whatever you put out there they got a stick Exactly. That's what people know you for. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like it's a need. It's our responsibility as the fucking adults, man. Like, we set the tempo for a lot of shit. Black women, period. So it's a lot of black... And I and I really wanted to link up with people out here, but it's a lot of black women, uh, masculine-appearing women, who are huge mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Nobody know them. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. really getting no flowers, like... Because they are masculine appearing. I always say if my friend was a man, she would be the biggest. Y'all would know her from this end to this oh, end. Oh, hell yeah. She's known, but if she was a man in her field, because it is a male-dominated field, she would be huge. So I think, um, and if you did not know, Hood and Holistic in, in both our Instagrams kind of operate like safe spaces. They do. She is a no-fly girl on our pages. a lot of people, like, people DM relationship-wise, they'll hit us up. Yeah. But you can hit us up for anything. Anything. Like, yeah. it's no, it's nothing that's off. T- like, people have talked to us about everything. Yeah. Nothing, like, some of the far, some shit far left. Like, I, let me shout out my little homie Gray on Instagram. Uh, She's in, I believe, South Africa. Yeah. And we have this working relationship. 
where like we just check in on each other because it's different over there for her mm-hmm. and when she see me she sees hope Aww. that she can become whatever the fuck she want to become yeah in her country by being her fucking self and i always put that in her back like, yeah don't let your circumstance dictate how, how you move move how you want to move you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of fucking people that hit us up on a daily just trying to get through whatever they're trying to get through and we yeah. always mindful that we do have a platform and we extend ourselves definitely and we don't mind doing that yeah yeah wow <laughs> i really like this you're episode. crazy no i'm serious yeah but no i feel that what definitely. you gonna leave people with Oh my god, I think we need to definitely be more mindful online. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing to me because everyone is online. Yeah. So some people need to live out leave out of their house. Mm-hmm. So I think in some of these um organizations or pages that's just all about aesthetic and um tongue kissing and shit like that. Be there for the community. Um, yeah. Do a little more. You already have the platform, so now it's like what you gonna do with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if you have Six thousand followers. Like, what are you gonna do with that six thousand followers? People are watching. Everyone's watching. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm gonna leave the people with. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. This, we just gotta be more Think responsible. You get more active. And we also have to make sure that we bring in people with us. Yeah. It can't be just us. You know what I'm saying? We always say that like it gotta be an army of us. Exactly. One person. Getting on somebody ass on social media is not affecting shit. Right. Ten people coming together off of social media to create a safe space for children and going into these schools is making a bigger impact. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what that's what we on right now. Like I said, we gonna we gonna try to get active and uh, more active here. Now that we here in Los Angeles with the youth, um, I think it'll be a it'll be easier, I guess. Yes. But yeah, who knows what's gonna come from Hood Holistic. Or just everything that we do. Yeah. But I feel like it definitely serves a greater purpose than myself, than Courtney. It, it's and grown. It has grown. Yeah, because this started off as just conversation. Yeah. Time, yeah. time will definitely tell what this turns into. So, who knows? I know when I first met you, you always wanted to have... Um, yeah, that's a non-profit. Uh, yeah, a non-profit. But, it, might be, it might be up and running soon. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Definitely connect with us, though. We're big on connecting and just making sure we have, like, a genuine shit, though. of people. Genuine shit, no, yes. Sure. So, like, therapists, doctors, just people in the community. Lawyers. That, lawyers. Yeah. Definitely. We don't, do we have, yeah, we do. Yeah, we have a few. <laughs> um, yeah, in the community that we can reach out to and send people to who need help. So that's important to us. So if you are any type of organization or anything that's for the community, reach out to us so that we can plug you so that people can yes. know who you are and how to locate you. Yes. Shout out to our new patron. Our new patrons. Yeah, we have two. I think we got two. Three. We have two. We three. But we have, we have three? I think so. Really? I think so. Oh, I have to check on this. But we have um, our podcast is growing like tremendously. We're doing amazing. We're doing like numbers of a month, like in a day. Yeah. So it's doing really, really good. So I'll head y'all ass over to Patreon. Yeah. And, so you can and see support your girls. Your girls so yeah. you can see us live. I know y'all want to see us. 
Um, love yours. Y'all ain't gonna see us rubbing on each other though. Nah, that that's on my Instagram. Just the part. That's on my Instagram. I like to get touchy. And mine too, the seafood diet. <laughs> Word to my lots. Plug. Um, but yeah, love yours. Our self care edition is now on Amazon. Yes, it is live. So everyone has been hitting us up. I put it in my cart, but it won't let me check out. Yeah, that was for pre-sales. That's pre-sales. Everyone who got a pre-sale, all books have been shipped. Yes. So, yeah. All right? We did that. Um, but, yeah, sponsors. If you would like to be a sponsor on Hood and Holistic Podcast, and you would like for us to advertise your business, hit yes, us up. Yeah. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.